This is Manifest Mindset, where we delve into our true passions, inspire the best out of ourselves, and live our life with true intention every single day. All right, welcome back to another episode in uh, Manifest Mindset. How are you doing, Nick? Bob, I'm rolling with the punches, dude, hanging right in there. How are you? I'm doing okay. Um, it's almost, is it almost the big test day for the yes? It's uh, not almost, but like almost pre-almost. So we've got about another five weeks before the big day. Okay, it's at the end of February, right? Or is it March? Yeah, uh, early March. Early March. All right, all right. How are you feeling with that? Um, It's one of those things that you know, I think I'll be ready by, I'll probably feel like I'm never fully ready. I'll be ready by the time it's here, but definitely not ready yet. So, you know, making a slow, steady stride towards it. Um, some times during the week, it's a little bit difficult to get all the reps and all the hours in that I need to, but usually catching up for that studying on the weekend. Huh. Do you feel like it's, it's something similar to the boards where you have to, like, put a lot of energy in um, and still feel like you're not getting anywhere, really? <laughs> you know, I think it's interesting where it's there's a small element of that, but certainly not to the extent of the boards. Um, where, you know, all this orthopedic knowledge is useful and helpful. Um, but at the same time, the test isn't always about what you would do in the clinic, right? It's about, okay, out of these four choices, um, you know, we might on any one given treatment day or any one course of care, we might do all those three or four options. They're all pretty feasible. But it's according to the research at this time, what is the one best thing to do first at that moment? Um, so it's it's a little bit less clinical reasoning, but it's still it still is clinical reasoning. It's still a lot of screening and everything. Um, but I guess the short answer for that is no, it's not as bad. Board it's still really useful, and there's an element of well, I guess it's a better information connection, but not a better like clinical reasoning. Clinician inherently just by taking the test. Oh, interesting. Well, that's exciting. Well, good luck. I mean, uh, five more weeks, but good luck. Yeah, so I actually wanted to really share something on this podcast or just talk about with you, Nick. Um, I mean, I think I got it figured out that because it's been a few days, but um, so you know how basically on this podcast I've been talking about my goals for the, for the clinic um, I'm on my own and starting to, uh, to get credentialed with insurance. Absolutely. What, so what I realized on Wednesday, um, I got a note back from one of the insurance carriers and they were like, you're not registered with the the business of the state or the the secretary of the state, so the Department of Education for um, your company, so we can't register you. And I was wow, like, okay. Oh God, that is that is what do I do now? So um, I went to the web, the the Department of State. I called them, um, and I realized that. I needed to set up either a PLLC or a PC in the state of New York to provide professional services um, and to get credentialed with insurance. You said the PLLC or what was the other option? A a PC, a professional corporation. Okay, yep. So um, long story short, in 2019, I started an LLC, just a regular general business. Ah, gotcha. Okay, I see where this is going. Yeah, so I... In and, 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 and Bob, Bob, what was the name of the LLC you started? So this was this is Games Therapy. Okay. Okay. Um, 
gain therapies, the LLC I started, this was for like a, a wellness physical, uh, just a wellness coaching thing mm-hmm. that I did online. Um, and I thought to myself, okay, perfect. I already set up my LLC so I could just get a head start <laughs> and <Yep. laughs> start doing uh, insurance stuff and doing, uh, so I set up my business bank, I set up, um, started credentialing, I started doing all these different things. And then I realized Wednesday, I was like, oh, I have to uh, start all <laughs> and, and reincorporate as something else. I called the state and they're like, if you want to use the same name, you have to dissolve your LLC and then reincorporate it as a PLC or a PC. So um, I talked to some people and they were like, I think it's just faster if you set up a regular, uh, to just set up a, a PLC or PC and keep the, the LLC there um, just in case you want to like have another LLC just, just for things in the future. Um, so I was like, oh, God, that means I have to start everything from scratch again. I mean, I still have my marketing systems in place and all that. Um, but for the state of New York, <laughs> to form a PC or a PLC, it takes around five to six months. Um, that is uh, quite a process there. Yeah, so I, I realized, oh, God, that means I have to stop what I'm doing for five to six, four months, so half a year, basically. Wow. Um, and and then once that's set up, I have to restart the credentialing process for insurance, and that also takes uh, three to four months. So that's I'm looking about like a year timeline um, if everything goes well. If everything goes well, it's maybe like nine months. Um, so basically the end of this year, um, and I was like, oh shoot, this is, <laughs> what do I do from here? Um, so I was talking to a bunch of people and, and they, I mainly I had three options. Um, so I can still continue as a sole proprietor, uh, basically just using my name as, uh, like Dr. Bob Chang, physical therapist, yep. um, to, to but continue as the business. And still work part time, still run the marketing system, and I was like, nah, if I can't like wait until for or, like build a caseload for insurance, um, if I have to wait an extra six months for that, like uh, the PC to come out or the PLLC to come out, I don't think that's worth it. I think I should just find a full time position for this amount of time, um, and do get, uh, set up the the corporation, then get the insurance, then go full-time in, in this clinic and then really have that side hustle route of maybe just working on the weekend kind of thing. So what I decided was yesterday I uh, went to my family accountant there. They're setting up the PC for myself, um, which is, again, going to take five, six months kind of thing. Um, and now I am planning to look for just a regular full-time job, uh, just that either at my current, see if I can bump from a part-time status to a full-time status or find another full-time PT job in the meanwhile um, while this is getting set up. So so that's where I'm at right now. So that's, <laughs> um, yeah, that's, I guess I just wanted to share that with you because one, it, it feels like, like starting my own business and things like that, that's, that's, it seems to me like it's been my own identity. Um, and then having this roadblock has pushed me, I guess, a few months back kind of thing. So, yeah, I don't know. What are your thoughts, Nick? 
you know, as, as you were talking, Bob, I was kind of smiling um, for part of it. And I'll tell you why. Um, it reminds me of some of the conversations I've had with a few of my mentors in the past recently where I'll kind of say, hey, can I talk to you about something, right? And then just like you, I describe the problem. I describe what's kind of going on at hand. I describe what my solution was. I describe kind of like how it was going forward and everything. And then at the end, they're like, is there a question? I'm like, yeah, but like also just like kind of asking their opinion and stuff, right? So I think like, you know, I'll definitely share my thoughts, but I'm just encouraged by you kind of having this game plan already for yourself. Um, that it sounds like, you know, maybe not ideal, but you sound, you seem fairly content with the for the situation. Is that correct? I mean, this was definitely different like two days ago. <laughs> but, um, but but yeah, so right now I'm I'm a little bit more content um, because I have a, a little bit more game plan to develop um, after talking to a few people, kind of thing. So tell tell me about this sole proprietorship thing. So, if you were to do that, that would the reason you don't want to do that right now is just start seeing clients is because you couldn't work directly through insurance. Is that correct? Uh, yep. So so the sole proprietor is um, I'll just be doing so. It, my official name for I can't like use game therapy. I can't use anything. Um, so one of that is just I'm. Uh, unless you're doing like a DBA, which is like doing business as, um, but still provider step is if I were to charge people as you're paying PT for Dr. Bob Chang, um, physical therapist. And one, I, I don't think I can charge, uh, I can be credentialed for insurance because uh, insurance is not likely to, to give. Right. Yeah, you can be credentialed for insurance. You could always super bill to the individual patient to give it back to their insurance. Yeah. Um, right. But that's, like you said, that's a whole nother route. Yes. Um, and then I feel, I guess going back to our talk two weeks ago, like if I'm working part-time in another place, it just feels icky, again, if I'm uh, okay, yeah. doing these, uh, especially as a sole proprietor, like I would be more comfortable if I was doing, um, if I had a PC. So And, and, and Bob, what, what about having the PC makes you more comfortable specifically for not feeling, uh, we'll go with the word sleazy, if you will, because the other place you're working. Um, Versus a sole provider. Well, it's just, it just feels like I could, uh, like, build a brand for, for well, I, I guess, yeah. I, so the question is, what, what was the question again? What you just yeah, so the, 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 the kind of, to preface the question is, you know, you said you kind of feel a little bit sleazy. I didn't use that exact word, but that meaning for when you are when you're talking about, you know, hey, if I'm a sole proprietor and I have this other part-time job, I don't feel like I'm giving all to my part-time job like I need to. But then, in your mind, right, it seems less so if you have a formal kind of corporation business. Why is that different for you? Yeah, I I'm mean, not saying it's bad to be different. I'm just curious. Well, one is like the what my point, I guess, before I knew this, uh, this thing about forming uh, incorporated PC or PLLC was um, the plan was to start building up the caseload. So when I had insurance, um, I can start seeing more uh, patients like that. And then that would just take a few months. But I, 
I don't know. I think that's, that's also something I wanted to talk to you today about because I have this option as, as a sole provider, but then I have this other option as I just pause everything um, and go find a full-time job, but still on the weekends still have the option to continue as a sole proprietor, um, like just Saturday, Sunday specifically. And I don't know. It feels like I could still continue as a sole provider, but it will just be much harder. And it doesn't seem as enticing as just finding a full, another full-time position. Sure. There's, there's definitely something mentally to be said for like, hey, I am waiting to do my own thing on the side until I can start my own business, until I can make that formalized into a name, until I can do that work. Like, hey, I'm building my brand for the future. I'm not having to, you will obviously rebrand no matter what happens in the future eventually, but not having to fully rebrand or fully take anything over in this immediate short term. Um, so I, 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 again, I respect the intention behind that. It sounds to me, Bob, like there's like something underlying about, like, you know, unless I'm doing something that is exactly the goal that I want and not selling myself short, I don't want to go ahead and um, that you that you don't necessarily want to go ahead and say, all right, let me do something on the side. I either want to be all in for your thing with, you know, using a little bit of the side job for security, or you want to be just all in on this other job for right now while you get your processes in place. So I would recommend for you just purely, not logistically, but purely for that mental attitude standpoint, which is fine to have, I'd recommend not going ahead and doing the sole provider for that reason for you. Just for that mental aspect. And, and I think I think you hit the nail on the head kind of thing of like I rather yeah, like like basically what you said, um like either go all in and have all my focus and not Yeah, yeah, basically what you said kind of thing. I, I don't think I could have said it any better. Yeah. And, you know, it's, again, that's the truth that resonates with you, Bob. There'll be other people listening to this that are like, no, nah, let me get that proprietorship. Like, why wouldn't you do that? And that might be the right reason for you, for people listening, right? That might be the right reason for somebody else for a different circumstance. Um, but I think, you know, who you are, Bob, the values you uphold, the way you're interpreting those right now, I think that this is the, the way to go for now. I, it's just, can I just, I guess, walk through what's going through my mind kind of thing? Um, Please do. So, like, I have this other option, and there's this better option um, where I'm just pushed back a few months kind of thing, or maybe like a year kind of thing. Um, it, it's part of me just feels like I have this other option, but I'm quitting because I sat in the clinic. When you quit the other years. option, what's the other option? As, as a sole providership. Okay, um, sure. Yes. So, so I have this other option as being a sole providership. Keep on going, uh, just practicing like that, still building up a caseload, and then once it's incorporated, transfer it over, um, and then start insurance from there. Sure. But part of me just feels like if I choose this other option, it feels like I'm just quitting. What about but, if he's like quitting to you? I don't know. It's, because Bob is not. This is very different from you saying, "Oh yeah, I'm not going to register my business." No, your full intention of still registering your business, still going through that process. And yeah, I mean, I know New York is painfully slow for all that stuff, but you're still having the intention of going through with it. 
Okay. Or at least it sounds like to me. It sounds like, you know, if you do this whole proprietorship thing, it's not like, yeah, man, I'll do them for a couple of years, but then eventually kind of register my business. It sounds like, no, you still want to register your business at exactly the same rate. I see. Would, would you agree or no? I... It definitely seems like that this other option is the better option, right? Um, for, for me, uh, not which, which option is a better option? So not the sole proprietorship where I get a full time yep. job. Um, that way I can save up money. I can do the residency. I can get my OCS, and then once I pass my OCS, I think that's also when um, the insurance and the PCU all be finished, kind of thing. So I think I could just either jump full force in that. Um, but but let me let me I guess tell you where I want to go like what what's what's the ten year plan kind of thing. Love right? it. Um, so I, I I guess these are where my decisions are being based off. So five years from now, um, I want to have my own McKenzie certified clinic in Queens. Um, that, that's that's where I I want to go. That that seems like the coolest thing for me. Um, just because I enjoy practicing like solely with the McKenzie method so much. And there are none, there are no McKenzie clinics here in in, uh, in New York City that take insurance. So I think that, that would be like a, also a standing out point for me. Um, then the 10 year goal would be to have two clinics that are McKenzie certified. So in order for me to get a McKenzie certified clinic, I have to go through the diploma program as well. So, so which means that's another like year of part-time studying, et cetera. Um, so in my mind, I'm thinking if I want to achieve that five-year goal or the 10-year goal and have a full caseload of just people and then having my own clinic, that's the McKenzie certified clinic, I would need to go to the diploma program either next year or sometime after that. So, that, that's where I'm making my decisions based off because I have this end goal and I have two options. Which one's the better option? Obviously, is the one where I get the full-time job. I learn how to better deal with insurance. Um, and then in the meanwhile, I'm saving money so I can, I guess, spend more money on, on personnel and ads in the future kind of thing. So that's where I'm at right now. I, I don't know, Nick. What, what, what do you think? You said the word obviously that that's a better choice. What makes it so obvious to you? Um, so the full-time position, right, that's the more secure option. Sure. The proprietorship is I could – there's two things that can happen. I can continue to do that part-time, um, run ads, and maybe see, like, uh, like one or two patients a week. Um, and then build that caseload there or nothing really happens and I don't have that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just there. Kind of thing. I'm just in the same place. Okay. Um, so you say this this choice is more of a security versus a lack of certainty? And, and like when I get, yeah, I, I would say that. It, 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 yeah. No, go go ahead and finish your thought. Well, I'll have yep, I'll have more money to eventually. So eventually, when this is all 
finished, so like the the, the incorporation and the insurance is finished, I'll have I don't know fifty thousand dollars to put in the clinic from just being full time for like a year or a year and a half kind of thing. Um, and that oh, way, it, it, it sounds to me right that yeah. it sounds to me that you're viewing going to this full-time job is not just doing a full-time job separate from the business, but it sounds like you're viewing this full-time job opportunity as an investment stage to be better at business when you do want to start it and to allow you the opportunity to not half-ass the business. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah, I I appreciate you putting that into words for me, Nick, because honestly, I don't know what I'm feeling. Um, Dude, in terms, he, like, he, he, here's the thing, Bob. Is like, right? Either what I say is going to resonate with you, or it's not. Or it's going to be like kind of close, but not quite there. You're going to wrestle through it like, like two days ago, right? I had something going on two days ago with me where I'm like, yeah, I'm pissed. I'm pissed, man. And I'm like, I'm in the woods, I'm in the thick of it, in the forest, right? Like, keeping a machete, chopping down bushes, just kind of getting clear. I can get that perspective. But once I kind of let that, not let it settle, but did what I needed to do. Um, it became more clear for myself to kind of see the pathway ahead. I can start making uh, better decisions, taking a better analysis of it. I'm just here to help provide you an ounce of that perspective. And I'm not telling you anything that you haven't told me. It's just stood in the back in a different way. It's because um, it's tough, right? It's, you know, you're in the thick of things right now, and you're also very driven, and you care about your ten-year plan. I'm just helping to show kind of the light about how these two time periods connect. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate that. I, I think you're right. Um, it just seems like, I think the gist of it just seems like I'm an, I'm impatient kind of thing. And if I wanted to, I had oh, to. Yeah, not... like, let's, let's be real, right? Especially in the, like, in the ideal world, right? New York State would not be New York State. And it would be like, oh, I want to get insurance. And I want to help patients, right? Oh, I want to help an underserved population that didn't have access to it whatever, I want to do in a way that I care that I can develop my name and do that for a long time. Yeah, let me start like in two weeks. That's going to be great plan. But right, we know how New York State is and all these loopholes and logistics you got to go through. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, based on the talk, it seems like even if you're if, – and I appreciate you just reflecting back, like not telling me things that I've told you just in a different way – it seems like, again, it doesn't seem like I'm quitting. I'm just, I'm still invested. I'm still going to do this, but it's just, I need to hold off and be more patient. And and, it, it, and it's a different type of investment, right? If you've got a metaphorical $20,000, and that $20,000 you could use right now for your upstart, right? You'll able to say, oh, let me put this into direct money, directly for ads, directly for patients, directly for improving the clinic itself, right? You could put that in, boom. I am depositing that money, I'm starting my insurance. Or you can invest that side money into, okay, we're going in the stock market, we're going in a couple kind of risky areas to allocate funds, we're going in a lot of secure areas, but we're going to gain a certain percentage year by year. So that when I'm ready, right, that 20000 has turned into 25000 30000 that now you're able to leverage and work with in a better way. Yeah, I mean that that makes sense, and I appreciate that. I I appreciate that. Like, um, so so thanks for uh, listening to me talk, 
and, and uh, helping me through this. I really appreciate it, Nick. It's uh, yeah, absolutely. That's kind of that's you know that's where we're at. Um, yeah, that's that's what this is all about, right? Is, you know, can we see this long-term vision for ourselves? Whether it's your ten-year plan, your five-year plan, even if you don't have a formal plan yet, right? What are those emotions driving those decisions for you? And what are those realities that you hold for your truth, for your way, for your reason for waking up in the morning, for getting out of bed in the morning? even on those days where it's more difficult to. But then how can we help bridge the gap from where we are to realizing those? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate it, Nick. Thank, thank you so much for for your time again. Nick, I am curious. Um, you mentioned a patient last week of the the patient that with back pain, he only had pain. He was like the, the karate guy. Have you seen yep. him again? I have not. Nope. So I had him scheduled a plan for two weeks out. Um, so I will see him in one more week. So hopefully by the next time we talk. Okay. Yeah. I'll be interested to see where he's at and how he's doing. Absolutely. You and I both, man. Yeah. Um, let's talk, you want to talk a little bit about accountability and then call it a day, or do you want to mention it? No, no. Sounds like a plan. I think this is a good or very kind of focused episode. Um, and address what we needed to for this for ourselves. Um, probably for me for the last time was taking that other med bridge exam. Um, I got I did it, got a similar result to the original test I took, so cure number wise didn't end up too good. Um, but definitely learned a lot in the process, right? And that's when you want to learn a lot, not an actual test, one the practice test. Um, so we're gonna go through that exam, reflect some more. Um, accountability for myself will be not next week but two weeks, um, taking that next uh next practice exam. Other than just reviewing it, getting ready again, and studying, okay. studying more. Nice. Um, last week, I said my accountability was to go into clinic and just still sit there, work on my marketing. So, actually, my, my marketing campaigns are all finished, right? Wow, I was, good work. Um, and I was sitting in the clinic, and I got this news. Um, but I still, did, I still did the the time that I wanted to do. Really didn't see anybody. Um, but. I think for me now that I have, I, 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 over the last few days, I was reflecting a lot and obviously I'm pivoting. Um, so I guess my accountability is, is one to be content with my pivot and two is to see if I can find a more full-time position. Um, and again, have that and view this as like an investment in my future business better than what I currently am. And then I think that's just going to take a few days kind of thing. But um, to, to, to make that more concrete, I guess, Bob, find. Bob. The, the, that makes it concrete if you want, but I think those words and the way you said it was probably the best accountability you set for yourself in time of this entire podcast. Yeah? Okay. Absolutely. Because, okay. right, you, so again, make it more concrete if you want, if that helps you. If it helps you. Because you do something where it's okay. Let me address this inner, deeper reason for why I feel this way. Let me change my relationship with that emotion, with that feeling. Let me reconcile with reality. And let me allow myself to see my actions that I'm taking and really observe myself. And, you know, that eventually, if we ask your kind of why, why, why layers, that does boil down to your self efficacy, self confidence, and all these other things that we've been focusing on, too. Yeah. Definitely. Um, no, I mean, I'll still throw something just concrete 
but I mean, it, it's basically I'm gonna just apply to the three jobs, see, and and ask my manager to to talk to see if I can add more hours. Um, so nothing really, I guess, too extreme, but just something real tangible, easy to grasp. Um, yep, but I think absolutely. yeah, that's the biggest thing is the mindset shift. But also something concrete too, cinder block. Cinder block. <laughs> I like it, Nick. That's that's amazing. All right. Um, it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure, Ed. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, I'll talk to you next week. Hi, right, Bob. Take care, my friend. Take care. Bye-bye.